movies. When the world is in trouble, when our future is in danger, we call upon one man. But when he's busy, he calls five girls. Columbia Pictures presents The Spice Girls. All right, we're coming. In their film debut, Victoria, Emma, Mel B, Jerry, and Mel C. They're ready for action. Go, pal. They're dressed to kill. Ah, well, that's shaken or stirred. And thoroughly prepared for any encounter. It's a story of love. I think with boys, you should be able to just wheel them in. Yeah, and order them like a pizza. Yeah, no cheese. Ah! Compassion. Alright, that was the trailer from Spice World. Uh, oh, hold on. We need to do an actual intro, don't we? You, you, we do. You didn't say <laughs> who we are. Sorry. Alright. <laughs> we, we might need our just the Just today. the way that I edit the podcast, like the part... <laughs> Like the second episode of the month, because yep. we don't sort of like. Oh, and now we're going to talk about this. It's just sort of funny about how I put in the intro. I just put the trailer in off the top. Kind of yep. Thing. So there you go. <laughs> All right. Hi, and welcome to the Badly Awesome Movies podcast. This is our monthly bonus episode, and we are doing Spice World. With me, as always, is Ben. Hey, Ben. Um. Oh God, I should have thought of a lyric. From the Spice, Spice Girl song. I'm doing excellent. I'm really fine. <laughs> How are you going? Not too bad. I've been trying to spice up my life, you know? Yes. Spice up your life. That is my favourite Spice Girl song. What is your favourite Spice Girl song? Uh, God damn it, that's the only one that's sticking in my head at the moment. Two, there's, two Become there's One. one with the... Wanna Be. No. Uh, no. That's the only ones I can think of. There's there's one where the film clips them in like the desert, and it's like a post-apocalyptic uh, yeah. um, Mad Maxi thing. A lot of the songs um, I, I can't like tell you one. what the names of them are, but when I hear them, I was like, like watching this movie, it's like, oh, I know this song. Like, but if you just yeah. told me the name of it, I would not have a clue. Uh, all right, so Spice World. It has an IMDb rating of three point five, a Metacritic rating of three uh, thirty two. It has a letterbox score of 2.5 out of 5, which is actually higher than the Anaconda movie. That was a 2.3. This was also <laughs> released in 1997, so nearly went for a theme there. One, The other movie was in April. This was uh, December, I believe. Directed by Bob Spears, who, I'm looking at his IMDb, a lot of British TV comedies. Like, he did like six episodes of Bottom, which is one of my favourite shows ever. Yep. He did a bunch of Absolutely Fabulous, and then the um, French and Saunders, Faulty Towers, there's um, wow. all that sort of stuff. There's like a bunch of shows I hadn't heard of as well, but there was a lot of, lot of episodes of a lot of shows. It seemed to be all these British um, stuff. Uh, I think there was some Australian stuff in there as well, actually. Um, okay. Was there anything of note from Bob Spears that you know of? Uh... No, because I don't normally look at. I normally don't look at the the director. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, I, I um, did spend a bit of time flicking through the um, the cast list, and just with the cameos, there is a massive, massive list of celebrities on this movie. Yeah, we've actually forgot to do the um, seven degrees of separation, or everything that's called, on the other episodes. But with the amount of cameos in this movie, you could very easily get to a Hulk Hogan or whoever. 
surely. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, starring the Spice Girls and cameos with people such as Meatloaf, Elvis Costello, Barry Humphreys, Roger Moore, Elton John, Stephen Fry, bunch of others. These are just the ones off the top of my head without looking at the... the Hugh Laurie. Yeah. Um... Richard E. Grant, Jules Holland, Jonathan Ross. Richard E. Grant was one Saunders. of the more main characters, wasn't he? Yeah, he was one of the more main ones, yeah. Um, George Went, which was Norm from Cheers for yeah. people that are old like me. <laughs> so. Um, yeah. This Bar- uh, Bob Hoskins. Oh, yes, that's right. Very small role for him. Um, so yeah. it had a budget of $25 million and uh, then grossed $100 million, So it was a success. <laughs> Uh, criti- uh, financially, not critically. Mm. Uh, here's the little um, synopsisy thingy. Climb aboard the double decker spice bus and get. Should I do it in a British accent? Is that governor? <laughs> Climb aboard the double decker spice bus and get ready for a, a makeup. <laughs> I don't know. I think that's Mary Pop. No, <laughs> I've got to get my accent. Hold on. Hello, hello, hello. Climb aboard the double decker spice bus and get ready for a makeup. Musical adventure with the sexy phenomenons of pop, the Spice Girls, an encounter for extraterrestrials, a night in a haunted castle, and a moment of truth in a maternity ward, and just a few of the escapades they endeavoured upon the girls gear up for their first live concert at London's Royal Albert Hall. Was that alright? No, that was <laughs> <It's> like disconnected. <laughs> which, is, which is great, I love that. Well, you can try the same thing if you've got a, a British accent. <laughs> I have not. <laughs> oh. Right, had you ever seen this movie before? I haven't. How did you um, feel when I suggested I, it? <laughs> I was really excited, actually. Yeah. It, looked, it, you know, I, I was expecting terrible things. Um, I was expecting bad acting, massive plot holes, something absolutely ridiculous, um, and it it was a fun ride. It was. A fun ride on the Spice Bus, that's for sure. Um, yeah. The reason I come up with this movie is uh, at Trivia, every Thursday, we go there, there's a good group of us, and we always, if there's something we don't know, then we want to like put down a joke answer, and I feel like it might have been like, which Oscar-winning film? Or, and we're like, Spice World! <laughs> or, you know, just just being <laughs> silly. And then um, Crossroads as well, which is the movie, which we had to change to Anaconda because we just couldn't find Spice Crossroads starring uh, Britney Spears so I was going for a theme and um, so we talked about Spice World a bunch of times at Trivia and then we sort of come to the consensus that we oh we need to watch this movie now I was like oh man they should play it on the big screen here at Trivia and then I'm like I'm going to do it for the podcast and then so I had a group watch so there was four of us I think in the um, in the Trivia group all watching it at the same time and commenting and uh, having a great time and then also my girlfriend was watching it se- like all watching it separately remotely and then also got my girlfriend in like we're, we're chatting about it as well so this movie this is definitely going to um uh you know influence my uh, enjoyment of the film because i didn't go in clean like you did um yep do you want to do you have overall th- thoughts before we sort of go through the plot or you want to jump in as we go uh- I, I, I like to just jump straight into the plot. Okay. So, the film begins with the Spice Girls performing their song too much on Top of the Pops. But they become dissatisfied with the... Top of the Pops. Now, that's a show in Australia. Sorry. Was that in Australia as well, Top of the Pops? Back in, like, the... Was that the 60s or 70s or something? 
Was that a, it? Might have been. I might be thinking of a different. Uh, or, or we might have. We might have. Because we sometimes just get the British stuff, so yeah, we might have had reruns of theirs. Oh, okay. I don't, I don't know if there was an Australian Top of the Pops. I feel like there was something. What like Kylie Minogue? There was Countdown. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. I think Countdown is what I'm thinking of. Yeah. Yeah. But they become dissatisfied. Which is completely different in in the UK. What's that, sorry? Um, Countdown is completely different in the UK. Oh, okay. Count the in in Britain, um, Countdown is actually a like maths and spelling quiz show. That sounds least way less fun. Unless you're a massive nerd. Hello. Hello. Yes, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yep, yep. What did you... Yep, I can hear. What happened? Um, I don't know. You just went quiet for a second. Oh, I'm never quiet, mate. So you should be... <laughs> Good thing you were panicked. All right. Uh, but they become... Um, but yes. All right. But they become dissatisfied with the burdens of fame and fortune. Well, I didn't gather that. Meanwhile, sinister newspaper owner Kevin McMaxford... So is this meant to be who? Who's a stand-in for... Who's the guy that runs the newspapers in the world? Everyone hates him. I forget Rupert his name. Fox? Sorry? Is it Rupert Fox? Rupert Murdoch. Kerry Packer or Rupert Fox? Murdoch? Rupert Murdoch. Murdoch. I think, is that Murdoch? who it's meant to Whatever. be? Whatever. So apparently played by Barry Humphreys, yeah. who's just spitting everywhere. He's, 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 oh, yeah. He's a very moist um, Yes. Um, <laughs> the, he, Barry Humphreys has been in a couple of terrible movies. I'll um, have to... Look at bringing what one of his other movies up at um, as a as a potential one day. Yeah. Um. um it it was so bad. Uh, what was it called? Uh, I think it was called um, Les Peterson Saves the World or <laughs> something like that. <laughs> that sounds, um, sounds terrible. Because because he does um, Dame Edna Everage. Yeah, you know, Dame Edna, and he does um, this other guy who's like a politician. Um, which is Les Patterson. Yeah. Uh, and, yeah, he did... Uh, yeah, Les Patterson saves the world. Uh, and he plays both Sir Les Patterson and Dame Edna in it. Yeah. But um, remember when we were talking about um, the um, Peter Jackson movies where when New Zealand film commission found out about the movies they sort of went hmm maybe we should change our policies on what we give funding to Les Patterson Saves the World was sort of an Australian equivalent apparently oh okay this sunk the Australian film industry for a while um, well it, it, it certainly made people relook at what they gave funding to <laughs> no more BMX bandits thank god oh. McMaxford dispatches photographer Damien to take pictures and tape recordings of the girls uh, less threatening but more annoying is Piers Cuthbertson Smith the, the names on these like Kevin McMaxford and then Piers Cuthbertson Smith like what the fuck who stalks the girls along with his camera crew hoping to use them as subjects for his next project at the same time the girls manager Clifford is fending off two over eager Hollywood writers Martin Barnfield and Graydon relentlessly pitch absurd plot ideas for the girls feature film now I was a little bit confused because I've got all this group chat lots of things happening here I wasn't sure if the things in the movie were actually happening in the movie or were they happening on the script that they were writing for the movie that was within the movie that they hadn't signed on for yet so was that we're going to jump to the aliens just quickly 
did, did they actually experience the <laughs> alien encounter or was that part of the script that these Hollywood writers were pitching? Or you're not sure? Uh, no, that happened. Okay. So Perfect sense. The, the, way, the, way the way I understand it is you basically have three things happening at once. There's a lot. You have the Spice Girls doing the whole Spice Girl thing. Yeah. At the same time, you have the undercover photographer paparazzi guy trying to um, help out the evil journalist do bad press on the Spice Girls. And then you have the the two guys trying to pitch the Spice World movie. Um, oh, if you want to go for a fourth thing, you've also got like the, the film crew that's documenting everything that's going on as well but they're more they're not really a separate plot yeah. as such um they're just sort of there uh so you've got those sort of three things going on at once and right near the end of the movie you get to the point where what they're pitching is actually what is happening right now yeah okay. so you've yeah. got the you know um and that's where you sort of get that blurring of uh of what's going on and then you got dream sequences and all sorts of other stuff going on. It's and flashbacks. And, it's like yeah, it, it gets a little crazy. Yeah, there's some, I think they like we've got a lot of ideas for scenes. Like we don't know how to get to these scenes, so we're just gonna have dream sequences, maybe. <laughs> um, we should mention the bus is fucking massive on the inside. It's very much like um, in Loaded oh, Weapon, yeah. where they go in the caravan and it's a fucking mansion kind of thing. Um, it, it, it's a TARDIS. Yeah, okay. They're, they're British. It's a TARDIS. Yeah. <laughs> Um, amid this the girls must prepare for their live concert at the Royal Albert Hall in three days the biggest performance of their career at the heart of it the constant rehearsals travelling publicity appearances and other burdens of celebrity affect the girls on a personal level this is really making it seem like an in-depth film isn't it preventing them from spending much time with their pregnant best friend Nicola who didn't have to be in this movie who's due to give birth soon. What do you mean soon? It was like seven days overdue, wasn't she, at one point? And then yeah. it's like another three yeah, days she'll... later. Man, that she would have been induced, surely. <laughs> <laughs> Throughout the busy schedule, the girls try to ask Clifford for time off to spend with Nicola and relax, but Clifford refuses after talking with the head of the girls' record label, the cryptic and eccentric chief, played by Roger Moore, who, cryptic and eccentric, yeah, he, he had the most bonkers stuff in this movie to say, I think. Oh, yeah. Um, we've got those quotes coming up. The stress and overwork compound, which culminates in the girls' huge argument with Clifford. The girls suddenly storm out on the evening before the gig at the Albert Hall. Um, just two more paragraphs. The girls separately think back on their humble beginnings and, the, and their struggle to the top. They reunite by chance outside the abandoned cafe where they practice during their adolescent years. Oh, that was so funny. When they they just had the, the um, they got like the tape player with their instrumental version of Wannabe so they could just bust yeah. out in a musical number in the in the cafe and decided to take Nicola out dancing. However, Nicola's contraction started at the nightclub and was rushed to the hospital in the girl's... To the hospital in the girl's bus. <laughs> That's how big the bus is. There's a hospital in it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the girls were giving birth to a healthy baby girl. When Emma notices that the delivery doctor has a camera, the girls realise that he's Damien, who runs off with the girl. Girls in hot pursuit, only to hit his head after accidentally colliding with an empty stretcher. When Damien sees the girl standing over him, he tells him that he's made the error of his ways. This Damien guy reminded. Have you ever seen Chitty Chitty Bang Bang? 
Yeah, years ago. Do you, do you remember the snake, the the kid catcher? In all black, no. and he's like capturing the kids to put in like that little um wagon thing. He very much reminded me of him. It's like this guy is obviously evil, very like pale skin, black clothing, kind of made out to be evil. Um, now you, um, he he's actually been in uh, another Bamcast movie that we reviewed. Well, you didn't actually review it, um, but he was in the Dungeons and Dragons uh, movie that I did with Ryan Laplante. Yeah. Um, but more famously, he was Riff Raff in the Rocky Horror Picture Show. Okay. I don't remember that character. Who was Riff Raff? Riff Raff was the butler. Oh, he's the Time Warp guy. Yeah. Ah, yeah, I can see that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, good. Um, and, and he played the head of the Thieves Guild in the, the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Yeah. Um, what else is going on here? Jacuzzi scandal. After noticing the guild's bus driver Dennis is missing, so that's meatloaf, Victoria decides to take the wheel. Uh, <laughs> The road rage from uh, Posh Spice was uh, quite amazing. Screaming at everybody. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the act or oh, the accent, like the talking accents in this movie, is so off-putting. I don't know. Like it's oh. like they they don't sound like it yes. when they sing, but the speaking accent for like Posh, I think Scary might be the the biggest accent. I don't know. I don't want to say it's the worst accent because you know, I would this, have said just, Baby. Really. Maybe because yeah, you don't ba- expect baby baby spice sounded like to me, and and English people will be oh, screaming yeah. at me for saying this. Um, Lister from Red Dwarf. Oh, I can't remember. Right. I, um, I, I don't know what accent. Like it's a classic accent. You you. Um, yeah, it's a very distinct accent. Um, but that's all I could think of. It's like a female version of Lister from Red Dwarf when she opened her mouth. I think what about Mel C? Uh, Surely and she's not really the worst threw one. me. Or maybe that was oh, which one? Mel C's Sporty Spice. One of them had that accent. Which one? Yeah, might have been might, might have been Sporty Spice. Sporty Spice, and she's like, oh, I don't want to be on an exercise bike all the time, Governor, kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. She, she's the one. That, she's the one that sounded like Lister. Yeah. <laughs> um, but ah, oh, yeah, the. The accents are just full on and um, absolutely throws you for a for a loop if you're not from England. I think. Um, um, Shall we talk quickly about the? Um, uh, whoa, what are we gonna? There's so much. To we've talk got the about speed bit. Well, we've got the Tower thing. Bridge where they are uh, the big the big stunt the big um, special effects budget here. Oh yeah. Uh, so Victoria's uh, driving the the bus. Um, going through London they get to Tower Bridge the bridge starts to be raised to let a boat through and then so <laughs> yeah, how do you explain this um, this effect what, what did they do here yeah so so this is where the um, you oh, overlapping what's well. really happening with the um, with the guys pitching the movie so it's like okay so here's what's going to happen and they're um, going right so the Spice Girls are on top of the bus and they're about to fall off but then some nuns pull up in front of them and they've got, Posh has to slam on the brakes and they all fall back into the bus and they're saved and then you know, and as he's pitching this as part of the movie um, you know, it's happening as they're doing the, the bus scene of them racing to the, the hall and then it's like okay and then they've got to worry about the bomb what bomb? this bomb! 
and they open up a hatch on the bottom of the bus and there's a ticking bomb there. Um, why is there a bomb there? It's the rules. <laughs> I don't like these rules. Okay, right. Then they get to Tower Bridge and it's going up, but Posh Spice slams down on the gas and flings the bus over. Are they going to make it? Of course they will. They're the Spice Girls. Oh. And um, George Wink goes, well, that's going to be expensive. And then you cut to the scene of them doing it, and it's like a little um, matchbox yeah. Lego bus and a, and a model thing. It's like, ah, or maybe not. <laughs> um, and there's like, they, they continue on, and they get to the, the hall and um, go off to, to do their big concert. Yeah, spice up your life. Uh, but yeah, um, I mean, that's only the last sort of 10, 15 minutes of the movie. Um, but it's definitely got a lot of the energy there um but i mean there's a whole bunch of stuff that's sort of happening beforehand uh you've got just sort of the general interactions of them doing their spice girl stuff um so traveling around on the bus which is massive on the inside just interacting with each other they had the kids that came on the bus with them to spend a day and then they nearly drowned them kind of thing yeah um so a lot of it was just, you know, look, it's the Spice Girls doing Spice Girl things, apparently. Uh, which was actually not as bad as, as that sounds when I say it. Um, because you were getting, you know, sort of the interactions with them. They were doing dream sequences of like, you know, oh, well, I couldn't imagine ever having a baby. And then, and then all it the babies. <laughs> to, a, you know, to a dream sequence of them all having, like, babies or being pregnant 10 years later. Um, then you had, uh, other bits and pieces like they're, um, going off and they fly off to Milan for a, um, interview with a show over there. And, um, when they're doing the rehearsal, a bunch of Chippendale style male dancers come out behind them and start taking their shirts off and they're like, whoa, 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 what's going on here? Um, and you have this while the while the producers are trying to sort out a compromise because um, you know it doesn't fit in with the Spice Girl image. Um, they're just sort of having a chat, and um, one of the guys is chatting up Baby Spice, and she's like, "Oh yeah, but I've got this teddy and that teddy, I've got and the I've quote got here. this stuffed toy the... that I want." Do you want to? Re- yeah, yeah, read out the quote. In my bed, I've got two teddies, I've got a rabbit, I've got two dollies, and one Susan, she's got a bad eye. That cut to other people's conversations, then back to Emma still talking. And then I've got a green giraffe, which I won at a fair. He was the only one left. I felt really sorry for him. Cuts back and forth again. (laughs) Then there's Buzz, Woody, and Alien. And then I've got a fluffy pink hot water bottle, so there's just not enough room for you, mate. (laughs) Whatever. (laughs) Uh, we haven't sold how funny. Well, did you think this movie was funny? I I did. Um, like there's so many just like not, dumb things, just off like just one yeah. liners throughout the movie that is just like, oh my god! Like how did they write this movie? Like I found this movie very funny. Yeah. Um, speaking of one liners, you had um, me, uh, and again, uh, I, yeah, I yeah. think you've got the quote there. Um, you know the all the toilets in the bus are um, blocked and uh, I've got a sneaking suspicion it's meatloaf leaving a meatloaf <laughs> that's blocking them um, <laughs> which, 
Uh, and, and he sort of goes, right, well, you know, how, yeah, how hard it is to get a plumber to come out normally, and that's when your house is stationary. We're on a bus driving around London, for crying out loud. Um, yeah, well, can't you fix it yourself? Look, I love those girls, and I'd do anything for them, but I won't do that. Yeah, you'll see that one coming a mile off. Yeah. So we've got Roger Moore's The Chief. Here's a quote. When the rabbit of chaos is pursued by the feral disorder through the fields of anarchy, it is time to hang your pants on the hook of darkness, whether they're clean or not. Um, just some other quotes. Uh, the musical director. Okay, girls, that was absolutely perfect without really being any good at all. So it's things like that that <laughs> are just so silly. <laughs> uh, are you just scrolling through all these here? No, no, no. Um, uh, but uh, I do remember a, a few of them. What this, Kevin uh, Maxford? Have... He goes, or if they find a cure for deja vu... Not me. Or if they find a cure for deja vu, not me. When they did that little yep. glitch kind of thing, where they replay the same yep. scene. What did you have? Um, I had the um, the bit with um, Stephen Fry as as the judge, where they've gone, you know, you've been found guilty of your last film, your last song, not being as good as your previous ones, and not having as fat a base. <laughs> You're, you're s- sentenced to having it appear at number 179 in the charts and then disappear the next week. Uh, now bring in Hootie and the Blowfish. <laughs> uh, another one from Chief. The headless chicken can only know where he's been. He can't see where he's going. Um, they all seem like uh, quotes out of a ch- fortune cookie or something. Mm. Um Oh, here you go. Yeah. In the hospital where mm. the parents are like, excuse me, are you the Spice Girls? And Sporty's at some of them. My son's unconscious. Could you talk to him and try to wake him up? Yeah. Malcolm, the Spice Girls have come to see you. Hello, Malcolm. Oh, no, this was a bit where he was um, unconscious and they go, why don't you take your top off or something? And then the, he just opens his eyes. Oh, no, he's got yeah. his eyes shut, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, I did like that one. Um <laughs> Yeah, he's um. They're, they're talking about they, they go into this kid in a coma, and they're like, you know, hi, it's it's you know Ginger and Posh from the Spice Girls, you know, your mum and dad told us to come in, and you know, can you wake up? Or maybe if you showed him your boobs. Oh, that's not going to work. His eyes are closed. Vroom! <laughs> uh, <laughs> they just shoot open. We're at uh, Clifford here, the hot chief. They've got fire in their eyes, hunger in their bellies, and they've got great big shoes on their feet. So it's just stuff that shouldn't be funny, but I, f- I find this stuff hilarious. Yeah. Uh, it, it's um, partly the way it's delivered, I think, because it's done fairly deadpan in a lot of them. Yeah. Um, that just helps sell it a bit more, I think. <laughs> in hospital, ginger spice in hospital. Nicola has just given birth to a baby. Now that's girl power. Um, when they're like, it's a beetroot. That, that felt cheesy. <laughs> and then it's a beetroot. <laughs> Is it a boy or a girl? It's a beetroot. Uh, a, I think I'm halfway through these. Yeah. I'm just trying to find any short ones that really um, stood out. Yeah. You don't have a life, um, you have a schedule. Uh, yeah. Elton John, after there was, being kissed by the There was one thing place. that you... <laughs> um... I got an, a message from you partway um, through your viewing of the um, of the 
the movie. I think, the I think it basically just said, what the f- aliens? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they've, um, yeah, well, actually it was when they came to the, the block toilets, they've gone out to go to the, go in the bushes. They get um, a little further in and an alien spaceship lands and it's like, look, look, it's the Spice Girls. Quick, yeah, and they, they stop for a photo op. And uh, and some autographs and oh, that was another of the good lines. It's like yeah, um, the only goes. Uh, Can you sign this for my son? His name's. <laughs> Is that three four three Ks or four? <laughs> um, did you see that? There's there was talk of there being a sequel as like the twenty fifth yes. anniversary. Like, are are you keen to see a sequel to this movie, or just to like get them back? Ha- having ha- having seen this, I would definitely be up for watching a sequel yeah i didn't think that yeah. I'd... i i really enjoyed watching more than i thought i was going to yeah i didn't think coming away from like going into this movie it's like uh, how good can this be possibly like this is a movie i want to watch periodically like every every couple of years yeah. I'll, I'll sit this is like a i feel like this is a new comfort film for me um so should i see where anaconda if anaconda came back on if i was channel hopping and Anaconda was on the TV. I'd watch it for maybe ten minutes and then move on. If Spice World was on and I was channel hopping, I'd stop there and I'd watch the rest of the movie. No, no hesitation. Yeah, I just feel like there's so much throughout the movie. It, like all these little short bursts of great bits. So, mm. do you want me to give my feedback from people that I've got here? Yeah, absolutely. You had some from your yeah, um, trivia, from group, trivia group, didn't you? So this is Holly from um, in the trivia group. Oh, as of when the movie finished or near the end, I renamed everybody in the trivia group after different spices. So this is Flip Spice, but she does flips. Um, this so quote content created for by young women has often been held in contempt by serious critics, as if something being aimed at teenage girls automatically makes it inferior. Whilst this is Spinal Tap is considered a mockumentary classic, Spice World faced a much harsher judgment, a lot of which is undeserved. Insanely quotable, full of cameos, Roger Moore, Meatloaf, Stephen Fry. The film also follows a narrative towards a final concert that's full of comedic skits along the way. The pop music and spy skills themselves pleases the younger audience, while satirical commentary on the entertainment industry, see Jerry's Is the Pope a Catholic, quit being turned into front-page news scandal with an outraged bishop blasting ginger for questioning the pocket's <laughs> Spice World may not be an Oscar-deserving picture, but it deserves better than the critical panning the likes of Rotten Tomatoes would suggest. Um, that you also had in like a, one of these little star things. While satirical commentary on the entertainment industry provides something for an older audience. Uh, then we've got Ravo Spice. So that's um, Cody. She says, Not a movie to take too seriously. I enjoyed it far more than I thought I would, but definitely enjoyed it more since I was watching with other people and could make a bit of a make a bit of fun surprisingly funny and definitely quotable and a wild spice bus ride from start to alien encounter um then we've got david who's mcspicy because he works at mcdonald's um i'm scrolling scrolling came into the movie with somewhat low expectations these expectations were clearly exceeded it's a dumb silly unnecessary film but for some reason quite enjoyable the cameos were awesome I'll stop right now. Thank you very much. Uh, <laughs> my girlfriend couldn't think of anything clever to say, but she loves the movie, and she—it wasn't her first time seeing it. 
So, uh, did we have actual feedback for the movie aside from the wrestling stuff? Yes. On oh, um, probably, but the wrestling stuff came first. Yeah, okay. So, so you want to handle all that? Um, I've got that all queued up. Yep. So um, we put out a tweet saying uh, one of our upcoming episodes is going to be covering Spice World. So our question to you: Which two Spice Girls would make the best wrestling tag team, and why? And uh, we got a few different responses to that. We had um, uh, Julia Hart Stan account um, wrestling talent, sporty and scary, easy. Hold on, who's Julia? Characters Julia Hart's a wrestler. Who's who's this person that found us on Twitter? Is that somebody you know? No, um, Julia Hart Stan account at Holly Quinn. Oh, Holly Quinn. Oh, it, yeah, that's, that's yeah, that's Holly from <laughs> from the trivia group. Right. Okay. Um, yeah, she hers is titled Julia Stan Julia Hart Stan account. Uh, so wrestling talent, sporty and scary, easy characters and promos, ginger and posh as a heel duo. Then we had um, uh, Gav Kaiser Soze thirteen on Twitter. Um, it's it's more two teams and a manager, so I'd have sporty and scary as a heel team, baby and posh as a babyface team, and ginger as the manager. We had um, Lucene Impala, uh, Baby and Posh, just because I want to see the looks on every fa- everyone's faces when they kick ass and take names. Uh, we had uh, retweet, retweet, like. Um, it's a bit of a mess, isn't Lewis it? Knight <laughs> at New- <laughs> um, Lewis Knight at New Kokong. Uh, I'd go for Sporty and Scary as a team. Sporty as a lucha type combatant and scary as uh, as the H-O-S-S heavy hitter. Uh, that D&D chick. Scary and baby just for the visual dynamic. A good play on Angel Demon. Uh, scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. Uh, and then we've got to... Um, the, the stuff from today where we've sort of tweeted out that we're recording um, episodes on Spice World and Anaconda tonight, uh, which uh, you sent out, and uh, I chipped in with uh, the sillier the better. Um, it went a bit off track there, didn't just, it? <laughs> oh. Some of it. Um, yeah, when um, I Googled Spice got... World just to get some information coming up, it auto-completed to Spice World, like a, um, a shop in Hobart, Tasmania, mm. <laughs> a Spice shop. <laughs> How did they get away with calling it Spice World? Uh it's a world of spice. Yeah. It's like Spatula City. Mm. <laughs> um, do you want to read out the quote from uh, Solemn67? Uh, I don't have it in front oh, of me. The, the tweet? Oh, okay. Um, so Column said, um, Spice World is in the Spice Girls or um, or some cooking film. Oh, okay. That's where and I then you've replied with the um, Spice World um, Google search. It's got a 4.7 Spice World, the shop. That's, that's it's, yeah, it's, which it's is far higher than, than the movie. <laughs> Uh, it's over double, I think. Oh no, the movie was two point five, wasn't it? Uh, so, what about yourself? Um, Shawnikin oh, has. Um, oh, we, we got. More. We actually got um, a lot. People, a few people comments. were passionate about um, the Spice Girls, mate. Yeah, absolutely. Um, or just just bad puns. Um, we've got um, Shawnikin uh, saying uh, this has nothing to do with the Kahit, does it? Mm. Kajit, sorry. Yeah. From Elder Scrolls. Because um, they, they, they give them Spice. spice. Yeah. Yep. Um, and I did have something from my feed as well, just recently. Um, 
Justin Smith on your six from Last Save Loaded uh, replied back with um, Mel C and Mel B for the wrestling. One has a serious aggressive attitude, scary, uh, while one is agile. See Sandstorm by Darude. <laughs> yeah. uh, and and his favourite cameo in the movie was uh, was Roger Moore's character. Yeah, uh, yeah, Roger Moore was. Awesome. Um, and he didn't. Yeah, and and he didn't have anything to say on Anaconda because he's not watched it. Yeah. So what would your so, tag team um, be? Yeah. Uh, haven't thought about it. Yeah. Oh, I mean, look, scare is an automatic one um, because she just seems to have that um, lends herself to a wrestling aggressive character. wrestling sort of thing. Um, and I'd probably go sporty just for the um, athleticism. Yeah, athleticism. Yeah. Athleticism. Speak me now. Good. Did anybody say posh at all? Uh, what about yourself? Did anybody say posh? Uh, just as a promoter. Yeah. Like, you know, uh, posh is uh, like, as say... like Ted DiBiase kind of thing, trying like using the money to get ahead. But I was, I was going to say ginger teaming with baby spice, but then you can have the fiery redhead with the the more childlike one, I suppose. It could be like, a, a, mm-hmm. I suppose like Bailey. I guess Emma would, uh, yeah, baby spice probably yep. lends herself close to, to Bailey. And then, um, I'd say maybe Lita and uh, Ginger Spice could be somewhat close. I could see that. Mm. Yeah, so that's, that's yeah. what I'm going to go with. Um, is it time to give our scores on the movie? I I think it is. All right. Um, I went first last time. I guess it's, it's your turn to go first for this one. I really got to look back. Like, of all the movies that we've done that we've, hired, that we've rated really highly, are they all dumb actiony like have some sort of like violence in the movie some sort of action would this be like the first time that we've like highly i'm assuming you're going to highly rate this movie as something that's like straight up acceptable for the whole family to watch <laughs> without being like oh geez the blood effects you know anything like that um yeah like, look at, like, a, a lot of sheet, b-grade ghouly, stuff is yeah. you know horror and yeah you know I, th- I think this is the first full-on comedy type um, PG style one that that we've um, really gotten behind yeah so um, oh, Suburban Commando even that it's a family film but you know it's got guns laser guns and stuff like that mm. so yeah yeah this is a, I feel like this really is the first time so of this genre I don't know if it can get any better so I feel like I need to go a 9 out of 9 for this because how could it be more of a Bamcast movie than... Like you said before, if this is on TV, you flip into the channels, you're going to sit and watch the rest of it, aren't you? Um, and I feel like I'll mm. do the same as well. And I don't want to pussy out and go like an 8.5. I feel like I'm going to go all in on the Spice Girls. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a sentence you thought you were going to be saying last month, is it? Uh, uh, that's a movie I would have said in high school when they um, started putting music videos out, mate. So, so what do you what? Do, so I'm going a nine out of nine. What are you going? Yeah, look, um, I was going to go eight and a half, but I sort of agree with you. You can't really. I, I don't know anywhere I could really make it better. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I'm going to stick with you. I'm going. I'm going to go with a nine. What would have taken it down 
from a nine. Do you think, like, if you took out aliens and maybe like another sort of the special effect of the car of the the um the bus going over the bridge, like if you take out a few things like that, it really takes the the um the the badly awesome factor down. I think. Um, but this is this movie is nuts. <laughs> it really is. Yeah. Um. So yeah. I loved it, and I didn't. Yeah, I, I think the the only the only thing it was missing was, um, you know, if they had have decided to go even more over the top, like you know, the Spice Girls get superpowers, oh, or yeah, yeah. Um, you know, something something like that for another dream sequence or or something. That can be the sequel, um, mate. There's still room. Know, they, they could have potentially cranked it up even more, but um, ah, look, it was great fun. I enjoyed yeah. it. Did you watch this with your family? Oh, I'm, at I'm all? sticking with the nine. None of them were willing to watch it. <laughs> not, not even my wife, who you know liked the Spice Girls when they were when they were out. Yeah. Um, she's just like, no, I'm not going to watch that. It's going to be crap. I mean, it's it's so good. It's so good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I just had a blast watching it. Um, yeah, it, it's definitely on the the two rewatch list. So on the back of this in the group chat, everyone's like, right now we need to watch the Crossroads movie. We need to watch. Um, the S Club Seven movie. Do you know S Club Seven? I, I know. So obviously, say that Club show is probably a little bit later. Not, not because they had a TV show as well. Oh, okay. I, I'm not familiar with their um, TV and movie. So just I, their um, their songs. Yeah, so I made a purchase on eBay the uh, morning after watching the movie, watching Spice World, and so today in the mail I received Seeing Double the S Club Seven movie. So it's uh, these are both only on. Like physical copy, you can't find them anywhere else. So I think mm-hmm. we have to like have a have a watch party in person with that one. So that, not for the podcast, but you know, if these movies turn out to be amazing, then I'll um like if they are also like nine out of nine, then I might convince you to to purchase a physical copy as well. But uh, we'll, we'll see. Mm. You know, I'm not asking you to. Yeah, wa- I'm not I'll, asking you to get these for the podcast. These are these are just for um regular watching. So yeah. So you realize that you are now purposely watching bad movies as a result of doing this show with me <laughs> I, not for the show for your own entertainment yeah well i can at least uh, talk about it in like the the pre the the you know the what have we been watching stuff maybe mm. i don't know we have fun the trivia group has fun so it's um you know i don't mind spending 14 dollars on a dvd or whatever if we're, hmm. we're going to have a good time out of it so that's the end of this month's uh, episodes. So, what have you got in store? You've uh, got the two picks for the next month. So, lay it on me. I do. I do. Okay. Well, I feel that there there are a couple of wells that we can draw on pretty consistently. Um, anything by the Asylum or um, by Troma is is going to be something that we could draw I'm from. Things like Uwe Boll. Anything that's yeah, yeah, that too. Um, anything that stars a pro wrestler is is going to be a likely candidate. Um, and uh, for next month, I'm going with anything that um, can be drawn from a comic book adaptation movie. Oh, this isn't promising. And we've, I'm we've, not talking. We've not had good I'm ones. Not, yeah, um, I'm not talking your Marvel. I'm not talking DC. I'm I'm talking a little okay. more obscure. Give me, give me clues. Let me see if um, I can get to them. All right. Like one is like years. Like how um, old are they and stuff? 
Alright, 1995. Spawn. No. Oh, thank fuck for that. Have we done Spawn before? <laughs> no. Okay. No. Um, we haven't. Uh, featuring um, a rapper turned movie, uh, film and movie actor as one of the major players not the lead but one of the major players yeah okay set in a post-apocalyptic world shit alright uh, with mutant directors. kangaroos who's that oh um mutant kang- kangaroos T- tank world tank, tank kill sorry yes tank okay. kill tank kill is yep. very good I've seen it a yep. couple times I, I have seen it before I love this movie it is um Definitely in in the the BAM range, and it's on. I was going to say it's on stand, isn't it? So yeah. um, I've never seen it yeah. recently when I was scrolling through stuff. Who's hold on, um, who's, who's the rapper on, in it? Ice T. Is Ice T in that movie? Yeah, and as a human, he, he's one of the kangaroos. Oh come on! No, <laughs> it was it Laurie Laurie Petty? Come on, it's Petty's still Tango, Ice T. It? Yeah, was Laurie Petty? Yeah. Was she and Naomi Watts is Jet Girl. Yeah. Alright, so what's the, what's the other movie? Yeah. Uh, what clues for the other movie? Okay. Alright, so I'm actually going to give you a choice of two. Shit, Judge Dredd, isn't it? No. Okay. Um, so, one is a film from 1991. It has um, one, one of the highest listed people in there is um, a former James Bond okay it has a steampunk aesthetic alright there is a guy who has a jetpack oh Rocketeer yes what's that on yes what's it on was I want to watch this movie uh, uh Prime has it recently been added? Because I've looked periodically for that movie, like every yeah, however um, many months. It's like, man, want to watch Rocketeer? Because I haven't seen it since I was a kid, and the kids have never seen it. Hang on, Rocketeer, just watch. Um, oh no, Disney. It's on Disney. Oh, okay. Oh, it must have got added with the Star yep. stuff then. Must have. Excellent. Yeah. Um, I can't so wait yeah, for both. Um, both both and, movies well, I know I, I like, so this is good. <laughs> uh, and the, what was going to be your third option, which I'm assuming you're not going to um, to do, is from 2013. Um, it has a Kevin Bacon factor of zero because Kevin Bacon <laughs> is in it. Um, I think that's how that works. Um, the Two main actors in it are Green Lantern and the Big Lebowski. Ryan Reynolds and um, uh, RRPD. Yep. Uh, okay. Yeah, I've not never watched this either, but I, it's one that keeps turning up. I know it's meant to be terrible, but um, I want to. That's it. I mean, if a, if, a, if if that was one, one that we had to do, to be terrible. If, if we had to do this one, then I wouldn't be complaining. But I just want to watch the other ones more. Yep, that's fine. Alright, so um, we, we might keep that up our sleeve for another time. Um, so, yeah, Rocketeer and Tank Girl are going to be our two movies for, for next month. Excellent. I'm 
I'm looking forward to these. And um, all th- all three of these movies are based on comic books. Yeah. I don't know if I knew that the the Rocketeer was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, based on the graphic novel, The Rocketeer. Yeah. Cool. All right. Is that everything? Uh, that is everything. Um, we will have to come back in a couple of weeks and do this all again. I mean, we got right to the end. We were about to say goodbye and then uh, Justin Hello? just disappeared. Ah, crap. Maybe his internet died. Oh, no, no. Should we there hang you are. and just wait for him to come back? No, I can hear you. What's going on here? Alright, we're having internet trouble. Um, what's going on? No, we can hear it. I can hear Ben Dude, saying what's going on. He's typing. Internet I can dark. hear him saying. Ugh. I'm doing this over Messenger, so I assume that he would have his data turned on. So I'm not just writing to somebody that probably has their internet off, because that would just be stupid, wouldn't it? But this is uh, the funny thing. I can actually hear everything that Ben is saying. Although you might see this nigga. But uh, he can't hear me. So I don't know why um, why that's happening. Um, I'll just talk oh, back to him. Okay, on the Cinder. Skype recording um, is finished. I, I mean, not the Skype one. Here. No, yeah, Skype one is. Still got the. Uh... But you okay. can't hear me. Oh, he can hear me. What? How can you hear me? You're gone. Alright, still recording. Alright. Let's there just say go. bye now. Can you say bye now? Uh, I'm, yeah, say bye. Back. Ben is here. Tap to talk now. And then... I don't know why it's saying that on Messenger. I'm seeing little dots. This is enthralling, isn't it? This should probably go in And say when, so then I'll stop mine. Um, Alright, cool. I can say bye and stop the recording. Since the call's over, right, so, so thanks everyone. We will be back in a couple of weeks with Tank Girl and the Rocketeer. Not sure which order we're going to do them in, but uh, we will catch you then. Bye. Uh, well, I'm going to stop mine anyway. <laughs>